fun. Hey everyone, it's Jason at Hard Money Bankers and HMB Live. And in a second, I'm going to introduce RJ Breeden that is sitting virtually right next to me. Uh, so we're in the middle of some very interesting times, scary, uncertain, and to be honest, unfortunate times. Uh, hopefully everyone's staying safe and healthy out there. And I don't really want to get too into coronavirus or anything like that. I want to stick to the topic of real estate and in particularly real estate investing. Uh, both of us have been in the middle of this ever-changing market. And you know we've spoken to so many in industry professionals over the last few days and few weeks. And we want to share what we're finding out directly with you. Obviously, uh, Governor Hogan locked down the state of Maryland, effective at 5 p.m., tonight. So obviously that's going to affect some things as well. Now, the interesting part about real estate in general is it seems like a lot of this is moving online and virtual and so many different uh, businesses inside uh, the real estate community is operating electronically. To be honest, I think that probably should have happened years ago, but <laughs> maybe this is one positive thing uh, that's outcome, an outcome of this is that a lot of the transactions can still be um, conducted electronically. So, uh, RJ, welcome. Uh, thanks for hopping on with me. W what are you kind of seeing right now? I mean, you're a little bit, I mean, I'm on the front lines related to lending and seeing what investor activity is. What do you kind of see kind of inside your business right now? Well, thanks for having me, Jason. So I appreciate sure. it. Um, you know, business is still moving forward at a pretty rapid pace. Um, I'll just speak from my experience over the weekend. Uh, my team had I want to say about five open houses this weekend. Uh, we ended up putting two of those houses under contract. Uh, and actually one of those houses went under contract at $12,000 over list price. <laughs> so that's pretty Crazy. intense when you really think about it. And it was priced, I'm going to tell you, uh, fairly aggressive uh, given the market conditions. Um, so a couple things from that. Uh, buyers were coming through open houses still. Uh, and obviously agents were showing the properties as well. Uh, and then it created multiple offer situations. So I'm still seeing the market moving. Uh, we don't know about obviously that this, I'm going to tell you lockdown or the close of businesses as of five o'clock today. Um, but everything was rolling, uh, up until, uh, you know, then, or the announcement that was made today. So uh, I'm, I'm speaking with investors. I'm speaking with other real estate agents on the buy side. I'm speaking with uh, friends and acquaintances of mine and other colleagues in the business. Uh, you know, my phone doesn't stop. So everybody's kind of up in arms. We don't really know what's going on. Um, but we're continuing to, I say, try to push forward to get through all this. Um, so, you know, that's it's it's the unknown i think that's scaring people are our timelines going to get met on these contracts our inspections going to get done our appraisals going to get done uh those are the things that you know are kind of like the unknown and then if there's a delay with all this where does that push settlement or where does it push the the selling process or the buying process. Sure. And I think everyone wants to be involved in real estate and everyone wants to continue to push things forward if possible. Obviously, I don't think that real estate in general wants to fall apart or collapse. I think from what I've seen, you've got consumer confidence, which is unknown, you know, is like, do I need to go buy a house right now, for instance, if I don't, if I don't need to, um, unless it's I'm in dire need. Um, so that's obviously one. 
Um, I think interest rates still being very low has helped things because yes. I was talking about this the other day, but let's say it's worth a house is worth a hundred thousand um, dollars. Today, you know, let's say my payments, whatever, 600 bucks, right? At a low, low interest rate at $600. Well, guess what? If the interest rates go up and the market comes down, my payment's going to be kind of the same thing. It equals the same thing anyway. So like, it feels like I think people want to get in, you know, houses that we've sold other people I've talked to, it seems like people want to push closings as quick as possible because they want to lock into a lower interest rate as a buy, you know, as a, as a buyer, obviously sellers don't know what's going to happen. So they want to get these things off their books immediately, but it's interesting. It's interesting. Uh, it's interesting times. And everyone I talk to seems to be optimistic, proactive, you know, obviously bumps like this will push out investors or um, people in the industry that, you know, don't have kind of a solid sound business. Um, I definitely think if someone's like a newer investor, if, if we're just talking about investors now, I don't, I think they're kind of going to be on hold for a little bit to, to see what's up, but I'm interested to see, I'm, I'm curious to see stats, you know, quarterly stats or monthly stats from real estate uh, investors, real estate agents, brokerages, mortgage companies, things like that to see what the volume looks like. Yeah. And I'm talking to a lot of guys in the industry, whether it's a lender, whether it's a home inspector, uh, nobody really seems to be slowing down, which is a positive sign. Now, we don't have a crystal ball and we don't sure. know what the next six months holds. But just like you said, it's, you know, it's low interest rates right now. So, you know, you're going to try to have to capitalize on that. Um, house prices are fairly decent. Um, good homes are hard to find. Uh, a lot of my colleagues, a lot of my business acquaintances and, and coworkers, if you're following Facebook, hey, do you have a house in 21093 or 21030 or, you know, whatever that zip code may be, uh, these agents uh, are aggressively trying to hunt for properties for their clients. So yeah. they're going to whatever means necessary and, and kudos to them for, for trying to make things happen for their clients. Um, and then internally, you know, hey, do you have a listing coming up in this neighborhood? I, I need a 3,000 square foot rancher in this school district. Um, things like that. Um, it just goes to show you that the market is continuing to move forward. And I think everybody as an industry whole has to uh, attempt to help one another out, give positive information, make sure from if we're talking investors, uh, make sure their acquisitions are uh, done properly. They're, they're, the analyzation uh, of the market essentially is, is accurate. Sure. Which is important. Yeah. So, I mean, unfortunately, there's going to be a lot of job loss and things like that that's going to be happening as this, as this occurs. And, you know, I'm curious to see what happens with that because all of a sudden, you know, someone might want to buy a house, but then they're uncertain because they're not sure if they have a stable job or if they lose their job, then what happens to that? And, I mean, I would think, I would guess that housing prices decrease. By how much? I'm not 100% sure. Um, I'm guessing that based on consumer confidence, um, just the uncertainty, people potentially losing losing their jobs. Um, they just don't want to be in a you know a place that they want to. I don't know. To me, it's like, let's say I was in the market to buy a house, a new primary residence. Like, I don't know if I personally would be like, cool, now's the time to just go and do it. Um, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so- uh, earlier in the week, I was representing a seller, a listing of mine. Uh, we followed up with the buyer's agent. Buyer's agent said we, she just received an email. 
uh, stating that her buyer was scared because of the virus and no longer wants to buy a house. Sure. So we lost one there. Yep. Um, you know, I was speaking with a, a friend of mine and we were talking about, you know, home buying. And, you know, obviously everybody asks those questions to me when I see them. And, and what you just said is as the consumer with the uncertainty or let's say the, the job loss of a spouse or the uncertainty of their job, let's say, you know, you're a, a family, uh, one, two, three kids, and you're looking maybe to get out of that townhouse and move up to that, you know, five, six hundred thousand dollar range. I think you pull back the reins a little bit and you just kind of see uh, when the dust settles what's going on and what the market looks like. Yeah. You know, three, four weeks ago, you know, you could get top dollar for your townhouse. <laughs> you know, like, you know, you put it on them, put a sales for sale sign out front and it's gone the next day. Um, you know, now I think there's some uncertainty and I think that's what is going to, uh, you know, I'm going to say decline the prices, you know, um, in my opinion, uh, even though interest rates are still low, I think the, the consumer is, going to be a little weird, you know, when it yeah. comes to, to the market. Yeah. And I talked about rental properties with Ian Horowitz, uh, over the, over the weekend, because, you know, I'm interested in that impact as well. Like, ten, you know, do, uh, you know, tenants want to move houses? Can they currently pay their rent? Can they qualify to even move to another place? Like it's all uncharted territories. It's very, very interesting. Um, <clears throat> and you know, a big, a big thing is also going to be, based on this banking system, if banks continue to, to lend, if banks still continue to be involved, if banks stop lending, then we have, we have an issue. And I don't believe that that's necessarily um, going to change or I, I shouldn't, it's going to change, but it, I don't think it's going to be a major impact. I think that, you know, they're going to be one, be, because here's another thing in general, compared to like 07, 08 or whatever, like if you don't have good financials, it's hard to get a bank loan right now to begin with. So yeah, they might cut back and even be more conservative, but it's not like they were doing no doc loans for people that didn't deserve, you know, didn't qualify to yes. be in the house. Correct. Take that, not the word deserve. Take back, um, qualify, qualify. So, you know, I think the job loss thing is going to be the biggest impact. And then again, uncertainty and time will tell. Um, you know, hoping that by the time summer comes around, all this consumer confidence comes back, everything's back in working order. We go back into rebuild phase. And, you know, I think if as a professional, uh, as a real estate professional, if you stay kind of above board and on cutting edge of this, and even if you're just treading water right now, but in, if, if you're still kind of actively involved, I think that you're in a really good spot when things come back around. Yeah. And, you know, uh, obviously, you know, about the rental market, like, I don't think it affects the big guys with 20 units, 30 units, 100 units. Uh, I think it's going to affect the small guys that are just getting into the business. Yeah. The, the, the amateurs or the rookies that have one property. Sure. And, and next thing you know, that, that tenant can't pay their rent. Um, that's going to be the challenge, you know, or uh, let's say that, that, that landlord lost their full-time job because of uh, the state of the economy in the world right now. I think that becomes the challenge um, so that, you know, that brings up a lot of good points, you know, uh, when it comes to the, the real estate world. What what a uh, question for you. What are some tips that you can recommend with sellers related to selling a property quickly, safety? Um, 
you know, especially in some neighborhoods where, you know, there could be crime and, you know, now that we're all on lockdown, everyone's going to be in their neighborhoods and they see a vacant property that is, that's nice. You know, what do you do related to safety related to that? And just tips for potential sellers. You know, uh, I, I work with all my bread and butter is working with sellers. So I always try to have an open line of communication uh, with them throughout the process. So if there's a showing today at 12 o'clock, uh, I've already reached out to the agent prior. Let me know if you need have any th uh, questions. Let me know if you have any concerns about the neighborhood, if there's something we can do. So I, I proactively try to uh, have a dialogue going into uh, the showing for that day or that time slot. And then afterwards have feedback and give to the seller. So when it comes to tips, I always try to say, like, make sure your house is presentable. Uh, and, and this time, you know, uh, it's very difficult to say, like, you know, to somebody, don't touch anything in the house if it's occupied. Um, but when that seller comes back to the house, I've advised my sellers, like, look, do me a favor and wipe all, wipe all your doors down. Wipe anything that could have been touched, whether it's bathroom doors, toilets, uh, front doors, garage openers, things like that. Make sure you wipe those down. Everybody's taking extra precautions right now. But again, it's the unknown of the situation that yeah. really is, is, is making people panic and things like that, you know? So uh, when it comes to the tips, you always just try to make your house presentable uh, when it's showing. Um, right now, we're, we're requesting people take off their shoes as well um, during all the showings when a lot of times we normally don't request that. Um, and then also I, I reach out to the buyer's agent and say, look, you know, try to be mindful when walking through my seller's house. If, if your client doesn't have to touch anything, don't touch it. Or, you know, do you have hand sanitizer and, and wipes to wipe down the doors or anything bad yeah. you're walking up? So it's just that's really, gonna, that's going to change right now because you yeah. won't even be able to go to the property. Yeah. They yeah. won't even be able to go to the property. And again, the whole buying a property without fully kind of being inside it, I still think exists. I still think someone could potentially buy a property if it's structured the right way and, you know, proper pictures or proper videos and an interactive experience. Um, but that, you know, that's going to change effective now. Uh, yeah. I mean, so we do, we offer a 3d Matterport tours, uh, yeah. throughout the house. So you can go into the listing and walk through the house essentially. Um, you know, from a consumer standpoint, I think the buying process, uh, is very emotional still. So people connect when they walk through the door. Sure. So they get that feeling when they walk through the door, like this is home. Uh, and there's a real value there. So I don't, you know, I don't know if the consumer's ready for the, let's say, virtual buying yet. Um, but that's just my opinion. Of yeah. it, you know, and that might change because might change. that's going to be their only option little, in, uh, in the near future. Yeah, a little bit of panic. Everybody's virtually buying things. And know? it also depends on their motivation if they have to buy and sell. In the investor community, it's very interesting right now because I'll tell you, I've been getting an influx of a lot of people that are interested. In, in loans with us. Um, number one, because all of the secondary market funding that a lot of these hard money lenders took on is pretty much washed up and gone. So it's only people with private capital. So I'm getting turned downs from all these other places because they don't have lines to pull off of anymore. And, you know, we're finding the best deals to invest in. And I mean, we're actively lending and I want to lend to the, to the right deals. Do I cut back our after repair values a little bit or LTVs? Sure. I want to be a little bit more conservative on them, but you know, to the right investors, obviously we're still going to lend. I mean, I've been kind of looking at a few emails that have been scrolling through as we've been chatting and 
you know, I've got people right here. Like, I'll give you a good example. This this person just just wrote me an email and says, I feel that in this environment, uh, there's going to be a lot more motivated sellers because you know they're they're a little they're a little bit nervous. No one's jumping you know jumping in to just buy stuff from them. They just want to uh, continue to sell. I mean, it's like selling a stock right now. You know, as it you know, they're scared that it's going to continue to go lower and lower and lower. So it's like I'm just going to cut my losses and sell. So that becomes a frenzy of stuff and investors, you know, I, I shared this with Ian and I've shared this with a few other, other people. It's, it's my Marriott story. <laughs> I've shared it like three times every day because I love, I love the idea of it when you're buying, a, when you're buying, this is more investor, but actually this is for homeowner as well, because a homeowner might want to buy a slightly discounted property to live in. So there's nothing wrong with that as well. But I heard this analyst talk about Marriott and he said, I would have died to, uh, bought Marriott at the price it's trading for today, the Marriott stock. And he goes, of course, I'm going to buy it. And then he's like, I might look like an idiot because it might continue to go down and go down and go down. But I'm a long term player, so I don't care. Like, I'm not looking to make a quick buck on it. I think it's going to be a good asset and a good investment and a good company. And I want to stick uh, with it for a long period of time. And I'm looking at that as real estate as well. Like, I'm going to do a good loan on a good piece of property. And if you're a real estate investor or maybe even a homeowner, you're going to buy a property where the numbers work. Could you get it cheaper in the future? Possibly. Right. But that being said, what do you care with the rental properties in particular? Because those are really all long term plays. If you're a fix and flip buyer, you got to get in and out quickly and you got to make sure you understand what's going to happen. But like when we had our, um, you know, our meeting this morning with with everyone in our office via Zoom, one of the things we talked about is, you know, we want to lend on good assets that we think has a good value today, has a good value tomorrow, has a good value in six months, a year, maybe even three years, even if it's a, a short-term loan, knowing that if something completely falls apart, like we're still in this at a good position. So I think there's still opportunities. Could they be cheaper in the future? Yeah, I know people that are pulling out, um, pulling cash out and, and uh, you know, keeping money liquid because they're trying to wait for other better opportunities. But I think there's a lot of opportunities right now. And you know, if you have the ability to take advantage of them and they work for you, then do it. Yeah. And I agree with that statement. Like, you know, stable neighborhoods, you understand where people are flipping at. And as long as you're mindful of, of those from a buy and hold standpoint or a uh, fix and flip, um, you know, you're going to see that in the market. Like you said, you're adjusting your after rehab values a little bit, which I think is the, the right thing to do uh, in, with the uncertainty in the world. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's opportunities every day. I have a full-time acquisitions manager that works on my team and we are actively hunting for properties for our investors, you know? So, yeah. uh, when a lot of people could be taking this time as a little bit of vacation, you know, spending yeah. with the family and things like that, which is totally fine, but yeah. there, there could be some, uh, some real opportunity out there on MLS or just with other, uh, I say wholesale companies or wholesalers in the community. Um, grandmothers, cousins, things like that. You know, people get behind the eight ball and it, it could be time for them that they were on the fence and now it's time for them to move in with their son or their daughter and things That's like right. that. That's right. That's right. And P and there's always there's always a time to sell. There's always a time to buy. Mm -hmm. And people have different needs for different reasons. Uh, it's very, very simple. You know, people have different different needs. And, you know, there's always kind of opportunity opportunities out there. And I think that, you know, e even if you don't find anything, I still think you should be actively looking for opportunities. Um, I mean, I've heard of a few people that are like, yeah, we're just going to take a break from investing right now and we're going to pick back up. And my thought is, is what happens if a home run deal falls on your lap or like you don't have to buy, you don't have to sell right now, but at the same time, like you should still kind of be in the mix. Right. And obviously spend time with 
with, with family and stay healthy and safe. But I'm just saying after all that, given stuff as aside, stay in the game. And if it works, you know, see if you can see if you can make it work. And, uh, you know, you know, if a lot of people have to go and try to find alternative ways to make money, I get it. And I, I, I know kind of internally, if I spent a lot of time on doing research and reading and catching up on stuff and just figuring out kind of what's out there. I mean, yeah. I have had more free time and, you know, normally I'd be spending that on more transactional work, but, you know, inside our business, you know, we we're, we're a lean business. I'm sure you're, you're a lean business as well. And, you know, if we, if we went a whole month because we couldn't do a real estate transaction, we would be fine. And, you know, hopefully most businesses, small businesses in the real estate world are similar to that. Um, and, you know, you, you, you only do the deals, only do the deals that work. And, you know, unfortunately there's a lot of other business, small businesses out there that are going to really suffer from this. And, and it's unfortunate. And obviously we're trying to kick in and support whatever we can to, the, to those as needed, but yeah, all in all, you know, I still think real estate's trucking along. Every, every most people I've talked to, even like the title insurance companies and the things like that, because if title insurance pulls out, we have a big problem. Banks pull yep. out, obviously, we have a big problem. But I've talked to a lot of people kind of higher levels there, and everything's still day by day. But like, they don't want to go out. They want to be active. They want to. <laughs> those title insurers want to continue to to insure. Hundred percent. They, they yep. want to be be in because then it affects every then it affects everything and let's all hope that this is short lived and you know it's a few months long and then we can get back to business as usual yeah no i, I agree with you uh you know everything you said was 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 accurate i i have one investor that's been on the sidelines for about 2 years now and he was doing about 30 to 40 properties a year and about you know about a, let's say 18 months ago he kind of started pulling back selling a little bit more of his inventory and then he's been on the sidelines and I'm like, I'm trying to push some deals on him. And he, you know, he's like, nah, we're good. We're good. And now he's cash heavy coming into this, hopefully this opportunity zone, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, where there's, you know, cash is king. So uh, he feels that he can get some properties at a, at a reasonable price when, you know, let's say six, eight months ago, people maybe have been overpaying for things on the investor side, you know? Sure. Um, exactly. But, you know, I, I think moving forward, uh, you know, I think everybody just as a real estate community has to help one another, uh, communicate with one another in the market, you know, what they're seeing, what's going on, how long appraisals are taking, how long underwriting's taking. Uh, everybody's working remotely. So, you know, uh, I know title companies are trying to push for remote closings to keep the industry afloat, which I hope they do. Um, but obviously, they got to protect our clients. Yeah and everybody involved in the transaction. So it's just not, yeah. it's not an overnight thing. So uh, I think, that, you know, uh, you have to innovate in this time and you have to continue to just try to put your best foot forward when it comes to uh, anything real estate related, really. Yeah, I think, I think you're right. And who knows, time will tell, things will change. But, you know, one of the most important things that I think we all believe in is just stay positive and stay proactive and stay optimistic. You know, there's no point to, you know, crawl, you know, crawl in a hole by yourself and, you know, continue to be proactive. And you know what, if, if you can kind of just scrape by for the next few months and just get everything kind of going and, you know, you know, be positive about, about things, you know, it seems like, uh, the, you know, the, the end, the end will come soon, you know, in yeah. a positive way and, yeah. and we'll get back, get back to the way thing things are. So yeah. cool. Well, I appreciate it, RJ. What's the best way uh, someone get in contact with you if they, if they would like. So if you'd like to get in contact with me, you can uh, take down my direct email. It's RJ 
at the breeding, which is B-R-E-E-D-E-N group.com or my cell phone at 410-982-3761. If you have any questions, any concerns about the market, if you're interested in buying, selling, getting into the real estate game, um, I'm here to help. Do you know the answer to Terry's question you just posted? So that's kind of been, uh, thanks, Terry, for that question. Um, that's been the question of the day. So not only with my team, um, but other agents in the community that I've been talking to, uh, you know, pretty aggressively. Um, and, you know, I'm still seeing showings come through on my listings. Uh, one or two buyers agents on my team are still showing houses uh, up until five o'clock today. Um, but I don't know where it's going to go. You know, I, I really don't, you know, when you as essential business, I think lenders are still able to lend, uh, if I'm interpreting that correctly. Um, but I, I, I don't know, Terry, to answer that. Um, I want to plug one other thing. So on Wednesday, you're around Wednesday too, right? RJ, I gotta, uh, I gotta, I gotta fill you in on the time, but, uh, Wednesday we're doing our free uh, virtual meetup group. We got about 500 spots available. Most of them are taken. So if you haven't got one already go to what what is the website i'm gonna put this up here go to hardmoneybankers.com forward slash march 25th and uh log in so there's 500 people it's a zoom call and uh there's a few of us hosting it and then we've got about 12 other um featured speakers guests they're gonna hop on for like 10 minutes at, at oh. a time oh man wait why did that come up right there we go wait it's still not coming up right you see how that? Do you? What do you see on your screen? Does it say March twenty fifth at the end? It says March twenty fifth. Oh, it does. Yeah, dude, I'm mine doesn't on mine. That's weird. <laughs> um, all right. Well, anyways, oh, there it goes. Now it's like scrolling through. So yeah, that's that's um, yeah, that's where we're at. You should, you know, whoever can uh, make sure to attend to that, and we're gonna have questions and answers after Q and A afterwards. I'm gonna post RJ uh, Terry's thing real quick. <laughs> I did see somewhere that people in the mortgage industry were were essential, but I didn't see it on yeah. that most recent briefing, so I guess not. Yeah, no, I, you know, I, I just think there's a lot of uncertainty uh, when it comes to that list. Like, there's some very direct businesses that stay open, but you know, when it comes to real estate, you know, uh, we'll, we'll yeah. see. Well, you know, luckily most of us are smaller companies, so we can stay small, lean, work out of our houses, and and do the right thing and. Uh, get this thing to go away. So, all right, well, I appreciate it. And yeah, uh, we'll thank you for your time. Yeah, thank you.